Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another fabulous CB and the Boys radio show. We have got a fabulous hot show tonight with some fire hot topics you don't want to miss. So just sit back and relax and buckle up. It's going to be a thrilling ride on CB and the Boys. So see you in. George, roll it. Boy Honan, Roger Hawkins, Mimi Acosta, let's go! CB and the Boys, Midweek Motivator. Come on, gather around, get the 411, and let's talk about it. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to CB and the Boys. I am CB, the nerd with the word. (laughs) And I got the building. Uh, 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 so we got uh, the fabulous uh, Mimi Acosta. What? Three, three seconds in. Oh man, what the hell? Y'all killing me already? What's up? All right, and nerd number two, George. Road Rage, Biker Boy Homer. What's up, George? Road Rage. What to do? What to do? What to do? We already started with the shenanigans. Right. This is some bullshit. (laughs) We said no. Look, we got 12 eyes today instead of eight. So it's all right. Y'all all be speckled up in this joint. Oh, yeah. We all speckled up. Speckled up. Hey, that's when yeah. you, you get off work and you're like, I got to take these motherfucking contacts out. And, 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 and the on. Hey, hey, no, I didn't have no choice but to take my contacts out. It scratched my eye, got all infected and fucked up and shit. I'm low here looking like the elephant man. Wow. Every goddamn thing. Yeah, contacts can be pretty dangerous. You, you know, have- what? what's funny is um, I'm technically supposed to wear glasses or contacts, but I don't. Uh, and again, it's kind of a use it or lose it thing. So I don't. The I actually had contacts for a couple of years. And I went and got prescriptions and all that. And I did it just to play football. I was playing football. I was a receiver. Wanted to see the ball better. Blah blah blah. But you could tell that I wasn't used to it or good at it because I would actually have to get to practice or to games like 45 minutes before anybody else. It took me that long to put contacts in. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> so clearly, once my football career was over. Hey. Screw them. Screw them. Forget that shit. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm going to need you not to tell that story ever again. Here's anybody. the problem. My best friend will tell you. He'll talk shit on me. It took me, and he's been blind his whole life, so he just does this shit like some people wake up and brush their teeth. Man, I see, okay, I have deep-set eyes. They're fairly slanted, and then I got this long-ass middle finger instead of my, my index finger. So my shit's all messed up, so most people do it like this. Oh, I'd be in there. I'd break out into a sweat trying to put contacts in. I'd be furious. I'm terrible at it. I could, pro- I could probably fucking rebuild an engine before I could get one contact in. I'm horrible. So there you go. <laughs> a little bit about me. All right. 
And I need something behind that, okay? <laughs> Don't you shame the devil. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. I'm uh, terrible. Trey <laughs> in the house. What's up, okay. Trey? Little known hey, fact. Trey. Uh, he sucks at contacts. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, so yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Y'all know I'm ready to drink. I know Let's you get is. It. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Get her done. Get her done. You ready? Let's go. Here it comes. <laughs> Wait last for it. Famous last words. Wait for it. Here it comes. <laughs> Come get the 411. And it's Mimi's drink special. Mimi, let them know what you're sipping on. So tonight I am drinking a sweet red wine by Liberty Creek and I'm almost finished with the bottle. I got one full glass and then the, this bottle was fresh out. Okay. Before the show started, you stepped into a whole lot tray. Get ready for it tonight, honey. Cause we on fire. <laughs> so yes, honey. So I got my red wine. I ain't got no straw. Look, Hey, look, it is what it is. So, sister, what's you over there drinking? You know, we got to move it right along because they don't say that. <laughs> I said too long. Nada. Nada. Zero. Not even zero, water? Zip. Nothing. No water. Okay, no. moving right along. That's trash. Uh-uh. George, what you got, baby? Well, let's see here. <laughs> I'm going to be looking for it. Hey! In a past life, he was himself. <laughs> If opportunity knocks and he's not home, opportunity waits. He gave his father the talk. He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer those eggies. <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. I love it. Yes, sir. Those sakis in the house tonight. Yes. We're going to be lit. Roger, what you got, baby? Um, I'm going back. I, I spent a lot of time. When I'm at a, when I'm out of the country or town, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I kind of get on like a gin and tonic kick. So I spent a lot of the weekend doing like light and all that. So I had to slide back into my bourbon. So I'm doing a little uh, bullet bourbon little bullet frontier it's actually not too bad you know like you know it's not it's not too bad at all so decent little bourbon kentucky straight so i'm a sippy sippy a little bit to that okay and okay. keep it pushing i like the Salud. sound of that that's what's Salud. up Salud, mm -hmm. trey what's you over there drinking baby i mean you suck i got some good stuff i man. told you that trey's whack man <laughs> hey and i got a, i got what's a sip of little dutch on? brothers little dutch brothers too i had earlier CB rubbing off on it <laughs> that's exactly what that's a hell of a rub. <laughs> no, wrong way. She's supposed to rub you and make you want to smoke a cigarette and drink more, Trey, not water. Damn, dog. Hey. <laughs> so um what, what, do, what you got? What you got? <laughs> we got a lot of on the 411 um tonight. So Kudos to Tristan Thompson. He was granted temporary custody of his younger brother following his mom's sudden death. So 
My condolences to the entire family of Tristan Thompson, and I hope that he does the best with his little brother because his little brother is about to get up on some serious money. He's got some conditions, you know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping that um that he's going to do what he's got to do for his little brother. You know, how you guys feel about that? You know what? <clears throat> Big ups to anybody who takes on like guardianship and things like that of a younger sibling. It is not easy. I mean, I grew up obviously yes. an older brother too. Mm-hmm. And luckily when that happened to me when I was younger, we still had my grandmother who slid in as my other mother, but you do take that responsibility on. So whenever yeah. I hear about people doing that, especially like, you know, when you're young, big ups, man. So good, good for them. I hope it works out. Yeah. Anybody got any, anything else to say about that? No. Take, take care of your people. Was, had the mother been sick or what was oh. the story on that? Well, um, let me see. He was granted. Okay. The sudden tragic passing of the mother. No, they don't say what she died from. And I'm pretty sure it's out there somewhere, but they're not having it on this post. It just says that um, that he's taking care of his little brother. Amari is a minor. He has medical conditions that render him unable to take care of himself or seek gainful employment. Mm. The documents reported and stated appointed um, appointing a guardian for Amari would be in his best interest because it would ensure that someone would be responsible for providing and fulfilling his basic needs. Thompson's statement continued further. Amari is set to receive a modest inheritance from his recently deceased mother and a guardian wouldn't be able to manage and invest in Mary's inheritance on his behalf. And that's good. You know what I like about this whole thing? That Tristan already has his own money, so it's not like, okay, they done found the cousin who ain't got nothing to take care of him, and now he's going to get up on all this money. So it's like he has his own money, and then he's taking care of his little brother who's going to get all this money, too. So it just works out really good. I wish them the best. I really do. Okay, so. I got got an issue. What? Uh, (laughs) I mean, really? After that? Uh, I, I might need to play Roger's intro. <laughs> Why? Oh, uh, because I'm I'm just saying. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm about to be a dick. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. A, Are you taking that on tonight? Oh Lord, what happened? Why is that news? What do you that mean? That is not the first person to ever. There's somebody mama died, and then somebody else took the kid, took the sibling. But when you think, uh, so why? What? And what makes that news? Why is okay, he George. suddenly in the spotlight? Because he did what's been happening for decades. Well, because it, I think I think we're in we're having high hopes that when somebody is in the spotlight and they have money early and young, you know they're gonna fuck it up. You know shit's gonna go left. So I think what we're doing, me and my sis, are we're hoping against hope that he breaks that mold and doesn't jack up. You feel me? But this is because the thing he's too. in the public eye. Right. This is the thing too, George. You're talking about Tristan, who has baby mama issues. Okay? He's, so. <laughs> he's got a lot of issues. He's in the you know, NFL, oh my well, you know, basketball, whatever. You know, he's playing sports, he's doing all this thing, he's celebrity. So it's like, nah, this happened. Anytime something happens with a celebrity, it becomes news. They fart in a restaurant. Oh my god, somebody smelled it. It's on the news. It's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this is the way it is. I'm, you know. Yeah, that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying, <laughs> why is that news? I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain. Well, she passed away in January, and she died of a heart attack unexpectedly okay. in her home in Toronto. Okay. 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 Thank you, sis, because I didn't know why she had died. I'm just like, you know, a celebrity stuff. Is, I mean, stuff is happening to people everywhere. It just happened every time something happens to a celebrity parent. It's like, it's like, you know, it's right, but you, but you, but you know, the but way that's some normal that. everyday shit, yeah. But of course, yeah, but, you, but people like gossip, nigga, cut that shit out. You know, people want to hear about the goings on of people that's that's in the news in the media. It's because you asked, okay, yeah. not sorry. Apparently, uh, Chloe Kardashian joined him to comfort him during, oh. the, during <laughs> this tough time. Listen, well, you know what? I, I take back what I said earlier. That man is sunk. Anybody, <laughs> anybody that puts the wacky near a Kardashian, their whole life is ruined. Listen, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. T- I wouldn't hit one of them with your dick, G, or nobody else. Like I said, your life is over if you. Oh shit! Did you just say that out loud? Yeah, Hold on, yeah, y'all. Yeah, Warning, the following video contains explicit language, which may be offensive to some viewers or inappropriate for children. The content within this video is intended for mature audiences only. Like I was saying, <laughs> if Jesus came down today and said, my son, the fate of the, the human race depends on you procreating with one of these hoes. I guess we done, my Lord. You just got to take it up with me later on. I'm not, I'm not touching them, like I said. Nah, new, new shirt, new shirt. Mm-mm. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> so, do you guys know who Kid Cudi is? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad you guys do because I really just don't. And so I might be like, you know, somewhere you in, in in a bubble, but it's all you good. So, shop. So, Kid Cudi reveals that he didn't go to see the film Get Out for a year because Daniel Kaluuya. I'm hoping that I'm saying that name right. Daniel Kaluuya, who got who had the lead role, got the lead role over him, and he says, "I was so salty." Um, after not getting the role, Cuddy revealed that he didn't watch the film for a whole year because he was so upset. While answering questions for his fans on Twitter, the day and night rapper was asked, "What's one film that you wish you were casted in?" Cuddy reported by saying, "I wish I got Get Out." He replied. He continued, "I auditioned." And Jordan was impressed, and I thought I ate that shit up. I was so salty that I didn't get it, that I didn't even go see it in the theater when it came out. And it was popping. I watched it a year later at home. Pissed about that. I was sick. Ha ha. But to be real, Daniel was the best choice, and he's a master and did a phenomenal job. So why even say stuff like that? Like Exactly. Anyway, because, well, you know, we come from that world, Roger, so it's like, yeah. The best man got it, and why well, be salty about it? Yeah, you know how many times any of us can can say, "Hey, that was almost me," or "I could have done that." So, like, if you keep it between people like that, or kind of in, in the industry, you can say, "Yeah, I, I was up for that too." Blah blah blah. But yeah, to come out this late and be bitter, that means he doesn't have anything noteworthy. He's trying to get his face back in the public eye because that's the dumbest shit ever. And Daniel did Mm -hmm. a fantastic job. And I'm sorry, no disrespect, but you know, Cuddy's, you're you're a pretty boy rapper. Like you, you, you don't fit that mold. Whether he did a good job, you, you, you too beige, my guy, you too beige. Like you don't fit that mold. That's one. And two, it's like, 
you're doing a movie that seems like took place like years, eons yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, you got all yeah, these tattoos yeah. on your neck that you're gonna have to now hide, and they're gonna have to find a shirt, and they're gonna have to put. Makeup I mean, but not even, not even that makeup is for that. It just that wasn't his role. So no. if, he, if he's a good actor, look, if he is a good actor, and I hope so, I'll guarantee you his role will come. And there are a lot of people that will tell you they thought right. they were going to hit their big role years before right. they did. They were I was 25, mm -hmm. and next thing you know, you don't get that lick until you're 35 or beyond. Or in so, your 40s. Yeah, yeah, it could happen. It so, could happen you know, that way. Ali, let that shit go, man. Like I said, I'm with the whole I'm too. with the whole I'm gonna hit the whole publicity thing statement you said, Roger. Yeah. You gotta remember this dude until last year, he hadn't come out with nothing since like 2009. <laughs> That's my point. People people are kind of probably like kid who because like <laughs> I, they played his song. He missed, really the, he missed the whole generation of people. Exactly. Right. He literally missed the whole generation. So I, I can agree with that. That's kind of like saying, okay, you're just trying to get your name back in the public like a lot of people. So, yeah, man, have a seat. Have a seat, brother. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the big thing on the tabloids today is Jeezy and um, Jenny May. Do figure, yeah. Mm -hmm. And their little divorce that they got going on right now. And it's really crazy because it says... Um, Jeezy reportedly filed divorce from GMA due to family values and expectations. No, that chick right there is a controlling something, something, okay? And she has said it herself. Mm. But anyway, does anybody have anything to say about that? Yeah, because some new things have come to light that um, rumors or speculations allegedly that um, she stepped outside the marriage and she was messing around with her co-host, Mario Lopez. Mm, I can believe that. <laughs> Mario, hey, Mario is a journeyman, Dixman. He's been around. <laughs> Ooh, talk about TV and the boys got tea. But, but see, the thing is, what, what cracks me up is, and it is what it is, I feel like celebrities can really only get with other celebrities and they know it's going to be short lived. I feel like all like ninety nine point eight percent of those are again <clears throat> for publicity. So yeah. they last for a little bit. It's boring. People need to talk mm -hmm. about something. Break up to make up. That's why the mm -hmm. whole industry is, is is having kids and sleeping with each other and marrying each other because you can't have a normal existence. So when I hear about entertainers right. and rapper athletes and all that shit, I'm like, hey, who cares? <laughs> you know. <laughs> you <think> <laughs> Because in their situation, though, there have been so many things and sound bites that are out there mm -hmm. showing that Jeannie Mai prefers white meat over dark meat. She even said on the reel when they were having a discussion that yeah. um, she likes dark meat on the side, but white yeah. meat keeps her. I her saw that. Wow. Listen, when people tell you and show you who they are, more fool, more fool him for believing her and trying to wipe that hoe. That's on him. Your Believe fault. it. Well, that's his right. fault. I can't feel bad. And again, look. Well, and he, Jeezy recently, you know, he just wrote a book and it's on the uh, New York bestseller, which is he really agreed. shout out to Jeezy. You know, congratulations. <laughs> guy, you know, <laughs> but, um, he was in the interview. The guy had to ask him twice, you know, so who do you trust? And then Jeezy said, I don't trust anybody. And so he asked him again. So. Who you don't trust anybody? And Jesus was no. And then the guy said, You don't trust your wife. And then he switched it up. But the thing is, if you have to ask somebody twice, 
to answer a question, then you pretty much already know the answer. When he said no the first time, Mm -hmm. that was his truth. And he had actually fought, he had actually started the divorce process back Mm -hmm. in June. And I think for him, it was probably gathering more evidence Mm -hmm. that would stand up in court against her for the infidelity and things like that. Um, in case she started to say, because right now it's getting ugly and she's trying to say that he used her and, um, and then dumped her. And the thing is he didn't, I really believe that. Well, I really believe that when they first met, you know, they had a connection and that he was really feeling her. And I think you want some of that Asian, whatever she got going on. Yeah, you can go to a, but can it's go to like a people are different. There's dating, the dating person, and then there's the person that you marry. You're right. Uh-oh. And the thing is, uh-huh. you're not gonna see who that true person's colors are until you wife them, because then they feel comfortable to be themselves if they're a shrew, if they're a bitch or whatever. That's gonna come out. After the ring is on, you know what, baby? For you know, considering you 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 you're dead on, whether you've been there or not, you're dead on. I mean, that's true. That's a thousand percent true. And so, I'm just saying, <laughs> that, uh, you know, based on what you're saying, Mama, I think you're right. <laughs> I think. <you're- laughs> and George looked like he got some tea, so let's let him play it. George. Poppy, put your glasses on over there. Jeezy and Jeannie <laughs> Mae Jenkins are calling it quits. According to documents obtained by People, the rapper filed for divorce from the real host in Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday. The former couple have been married for two and a half years and had a prenuptial agreement in place. Jeezy's filing says that the pair are, quote, currently living in a bona fide state of separation and their marriage is irretrievably broken with no hope for reconciliation. The document also says that the rapper wants joint legal custody of the pair's daughter, Monaco, whom they welcomed in January of 2022. Jeezy and Jane first met on the set of The Real and quietly started dating in November of 2018. They eventually took their romance public in August of the following year before tying the knot in March of 2021. This year, they celebrated their second wedding anniversary with a surprise trip to Vietnam, which Jenkins organized for her husband as a long-awaited adventure. At the time, she told people, quote, when Jeezy and I met, we bonded over the similarities and differences of our cultures. Now that we have a daughter blending our worlds, it gives even more meaning to explore Vietnam together as a multicultural family. Mm. You know, I'm going to just say this. I've seen the reel a couple of times, and something about her always grated my damn nerves. Because I, I feel like, <laughs> I do, I just feel like, and again, she's a good looking woman. I mean, I want to say I guess she's intelligent and I'm really reaching and I'm not dissing. I just listen to her and it's like sometimes I just want to be like, shut up. Just sit there and yeah. be cute. Because she just flies off when she she think about it. She used to get into it with some of the other co-hosts because and they all do. That's why they have them there. But right. just because she was so self-righteous about shit, and you can tell like her life ain't really reality, and that irks mm-hmm. the hell out of me. So I know she doesn't think that he was using her for celebrity status. Right. I'm glad they had a prenup, but at the same time, sit the hell down. You know, yes. like you know, in two years, ir- you know, irretrievably broken and all that. But two fucking years. Listen, you know what? I can fake anything for two years—a job, a marriage, anything. Get out of here. So right. Nice. <laughs> you know, take care. Take care of the kid. And- 
the pushing. But he shouldn't have taken seriously when she poked at him in fun. He had enough money where he could have taken her for a weekend or something, hit that a few times, and then called her every six months. Shit. Okay, okay. So we we moving forward because your segment ain't on yet for you to be saying all this stuff. But um, that comes that comes later. But check us out. We're moving right along. So wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, says the says the toe stepper herself. Roger, I'm getting to your segment. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> Carry on. I'm carrying on. Okay, so Quavo meets with Congress to advocate against gun violence after takeoffs shooting death. So of course he got to clean shit up. So according to TMZ, Quavo met with some powerful polit- uh, political figures, including Kamala Harris, on Wednesday to discuss how to lower the rate of gun violence during the congressional black caucus legislative conference in Washington on Wednesday. I feel like your calling comes at the least expected times, Quavo said. As we previously reported, Quavo shared an interview to his YouTube channel where he opened up about how he's dealing with grieving process since takeoff's passing. In an interview he shared, I miss him a lot and I love him. He know I love him and that's what's always, anyway, whatever, I ain't gonna even finish. Okay, so how do y'all feel about that? Do you think that he's just going through a political route just to get what? Cloud. Cloud. He, he he wasn't doing that before takeoff got killed. Right. He was glorifying that shit. You are not the right advocate, my friend. I mean, I, I hate that your boy's gone, but I'm not gonna listen to that dude. You the same clown ass motherfucker that was rapping about the same stuff. Why do I? I'm again. What? If you well, glorify it and somebody dies, what do you want? Right. But, but the thing is it doesn't become something that is near and dear to your heart until after it happens to you. For example, the sheriff who's, um, there was a police officer, I forgot what state, but his mother was killed um, while um, a perpetrator was fleeing from the police and they hit his mother and Uh she died. And so now they're starting to call for uh, different laws that pertain to people fleeing from the police and changing legislature about that. So in a sense, until it happens to you, you don't care. That's not always. We hope it doesn't happen to you, but until it happens to you, and I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about in general, like with the people in the higher ups, if it doesn't affect them, they don't care. No, I but agree. when it hits close to home, that's when they start caring. Nobody cared about opiates. Nobody cared about drugs until it got into the suburbs. And then the kids were starting to be affected. Nobody yeah, yeah. really cared until that started to happen. And I know that it's here like that in Arizona. Until it started to happen to them. Right. Nobody. I, I think you're right. I think you're right, 100. percent But I'm just saying, from a standpoint of people like us that are like, I'm sorry, I'm not, man, I'm not gonna look at that dude and think of him any differently. You literally made all your money off of glorifying the very thing that hurt you. So people, <laughs> you're right. But you're right. People of influence, people in higher positions, they, you're right. They don't take an active interest until it affects their money, their pocket, or someone at home. But to me, I say, 
fuck you. Because you know what? Everybody, you're an influential figure. You're a role model. You're all these things. You knew that. And now all of a sudden, I'm supposed to listen to you because you lost your cousin or your nephew? No, no, sir. And I don't want my children to do that either. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. You're right, CB. You're 100% right. But it pisses me off because we can't, we are not allowed to use our influence for good. Just like, oh, don't even get me on the Rock and Oprah and the whole Hawaii thing. Same thing. Y'all both billionaires and you asking for donations. Both of them can suck a dick too. Because you're wrong. You're dead ass wrong. So, yeah, I'm mad. Keep going. Okay. Uh, so let's do that. Um, so on some other news. <laughs> this Australian chick, right? I don't know what's going on over there. Australian journalist. Okay, let me get the name because, you know, I'm going to the post and then I'm going to. Okay. So Australia's ABC journalist, Kirsten Drysdale, named her newborn baby methamphetamine rules what that is what she called her baby okay that's her baby's name okay and got away with it well for now apparently she named her child after an opioid okay um that can cause considerable health adversities and sometimes result in death as a part of an experiment mind you she's using her newborn child as an experiment to see if she can get away or it would be rejected by the New South Wales Birth, Death and Marriage Registry. So she wanted to see if she can get away with registering this baby's name like that by naming the child methamphetamine rules. And evidently she did. And the person with the short end of the stick is the child. Is the child. Right. Like who calls the baby? Like I said, Ooh. just because you can make a baby and carry a baby does not mean you should be a mother. Yes. I hope that baby beats the shit out of her when she gets older. That is enough. true. Just beats the shit out of her. This is for every year I had to live with this name. You psycho son of a bitch. Yeah. These, so these, people, huh. these, people, these people are crazy. So she opted for the name Meth, fearing that the person approving the names at the registry wouldn't know what Nangs meant. And would approve it, killing the experiment, she explained. So this is all for just for an experiment. It's I stupid. pray that at some point in the next couple of weeks, this idiot would change the baby's name to a real name. Real because name. this that's not that's not that's not something you do. Yeah, that's something people that are on meth do. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. You don't just pull that out your ass. She believes in that. She exactly. believes that. And I bet you she's got three teeth, one in her mouth, two in her pocket. That bitch ain't got no teeth. But she's and I have a very teeth. strange feeling that ABC at some point is going to look at that like, okay, we need mm -hmm. to send her off to cuckoo land and see if she's got something wrong with her head. Like, it's, it's not going to be right for her after this. That's and if she's doing that for attention, she got all of the attention. Because that's she got what she wanted. She's gonna name a meth for short, like Seth and Meth. Yeah, it's gonna be some dumb, some dumb stuff. Some dumb stuff. Okay, so hey. uh, some other wait, wait. Go ahead. Oh, 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 oh you got some. Oh, oh, let's go. Yeah. One go. second. George got the juice. <laughs> you know he pulling it up. <laughs> you know he pulling it up. Let's go. Uh oh. Give me ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Right into the commercial. You got it. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> ding ding. ding. <laughs> 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 
We need the Jeopardy music now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the little size. So is that little math right there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't say that like an asshole. And, and that, that's clearly not a newborn. That baby's about 17 days old. <laughs> No, he came out, honey. He came out with all the look at him. He just like, hey, what up, people? That's dope, but, um, Is that the baby? So he he was born deaf too. Is that the baby? Yeah. So that's what right, meant. Because of meth. Yeah, methamphetamine rules. rules. What the hell? That lady. Uh, <laughs> What? Baby meth. Sad. Uh, okay. We're stupid. Moving right along. <laughs> so. Okay. Trace that's some dumbass shit. <laughs> she's a she's a dumb, She's a journalist. One hundred percent. Yeah, see, that's the bad part. Being a journalist and then doing something like that. Like, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna feel some heat. She's gonna feel some heat. Okay, so this one here, I know I know what Roger's gonna say. I'm so glad we already put up the disclaimer. So I'm gonna just go right into it. So a man falls to his death 300 feet high while while crossing a mountain ladder. So the Dachstein Mountains, located in Styria, Austria, offer a legendary natural scenery and panoramic, panoramic, let me get these words right, Mimi, views of the mountain peaks of the country. Standing at 2,700 meters, it is the highest mountain in Styria and provides a challenging yet rewarding experience for hikers and mountaineers. However, it is essential for visitors to exercise caution and adhere to safety guidelines while exploring these majestic peaks. Well, he fell to his majestic death. That's terrible. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay, God, moving right along. Yeah, God's will has been done. What do you want? <laughs> right. You went out. I mean, you went out there. Shit. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what happens. You wanted a closer look. He got it. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, but look, <laughs> see, I, 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 I don't get it. Did you find something? I don't. I don't about? get it because, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I, we know who does this kind of shit. Yeah, you know, we ain't got to say names for no fingers. See, this is the bullshit. This, look at this. Right. Okay. Yes. Slipping off the ladder bridge. He was trying to get the perfect shot. You got it. Aye. And the ladder bridge goes up. Ooh. <laughs> the climb is done in four stages. That's what they say, adrenaline junkies. They have not ideal for beginners. I mean, I what on God's green earth would possess you? <laughs> Do something like that. So this is the thing. It says in his case, a ladder crossing 
proved fatal for a tourist who sought the perfect photo opportunity. So he was out there doing the most. Yeah. Papa had been. He's taking the yeah. picture of his own, probably whether he's got a drone flying or whatever. He's looking for the perfect pic, and now you plummet to your death. Well, he could have just sent his drone out there, taking the picture and sent right. the drone back to him. But safely does, from the ground. The adrenaline yeah. that they look for. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It just doesn't. They, yes. they don't. They don't. I guess. Okay, so I'm moving right along, guys. So a Texas man has been accused <laughs> of murdering. He got pushed off. Trey. By who? <laughs> Trey, is running, Trey is running competition with Roger and talking shit. That's what's going on. <laughs> hey, challenge accepted, baby. Go get him, Trey. Go get him. So, okay, so a Texas man is accused of murdering 22 elderly women. He was reportedly killed by his cellmate. But of course, no, of duh. course he was. And what's, and, and this is in, oh yeah, so Bill Shamurmur, God, these people got names. The Texas prisoner accused of killing 22-year-old woman has been found dead in his cell, serving a life sentence for his horrendous crimes. His demise came at the hands of his own cellmate, according to the reports. The attack, sources say, occurred while a rare statewide lockdown of the Texas prison, which was implemented due to a surge in drug-related killings. The identity of Shamurmur's cellmate and the method of his death have not yet been disclosed. Of course not. With the law enforcement officer... My name was Shamurmur. I do something stupid, too. <laughs> anyway... The circumstances surrounding Shamurmur's death raise many questions about the safety and security within the prison system in Texas. No, because if you put a fucking serial killer next to me in the same cell and I'm been there for maybe stealing or some shit, then I'm gonna have a whole problem with that. You run around killing elderly women, 22 of them, and you put them in there with me? But, uh, what's yeah, the difference? Yeah. Crime is a crime, right? Yeah, but ain't no telling. Ain't no telling what was happening in that cell. Something had to have been said for that to happen. Hey, Something... it's jail. It ain't fucking club med. It's jail. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. It's not even jail. It's prison. Big difference. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So you can too. So moving right along, because you know, I'm 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 not not I'm the late. last one. <laughs> not the so latter. check this out. So I don't know why this happened, but we're gonna figure it out in a second. Tracy Cole, who is the great nephew um of jazz legend Nat King Cole, was stabbed to death. Why in Atlanta? What? So, according to Atlanta Police Department, officials said that Tracy was taken to Grady Memorial Hospital after 2 a.m. on Thursday after he'd been found at an apartment complex. He was later pronounced dead, succumbing to multiple stab wounds. Family members says that Tracy lived at the apartments across from the Civil and Human Rights Museum, along with his girlfriend and seven-year-old son. The funeral is set for September the 25th. Additionally, That's it is sad. reported that Tracy was well known in the cigar and music community. On oh. social media, he was extremely active and promoted his passion and business as a cigar salesman. He also worked part time at the Fellowship Cigar Lounge in downtown Atlanta, as well as the Cigar City Club in Sandy Springs. As mentioned, Tracy Cole comes from the great line of musical royalty. Rest Natalie in peace. Cole is his mother. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, that is sad. No, 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 that no. is really sad. That's, that's pretty bad. It transcended race, it transcended class. Tracy made a friend of everyone. 
Tracy Cole's life came to a tragic end Thursday morning. The 31-year-old was stabbed multiple times at around 2 a.m. here on the 300 block of Centennial Olympic Park Drive. Medics rushed him to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. The Atlanta native was born into a legendary musical family. He was the great nephew of jazz singer Nat King Cole. He nice. traveled the world with his late grandfather, jazz great Freddie Cole. His travels with his grandfather, I mean, they've traveled around the world together. And so people know Tracy everywhere. Mm. The Cole family are longtime members of Cascade United Methodist Church in Atlanta. Senior pastor Kevin Muriel shared fond memories of the young man who was larger than life. He was family and he was more than, you know, just a young man in the community. You know, he was, you know, that that child who walked the, you know, the floors and the aisles of the church. He you know, just always brought with him an abundance of joy everywhere he went. Cole was a fixture in the Atlanta cigar community and most recently worked at the Cigar City Club in Sandy Springs. The group held a virtual vigil in Cole's honor Thursday night as police continue the search for his killer. We've got to come together and stop this violence um, because uh, so many of our young men and women are being taken far too soon. He had so much more ahead of him. Mm -hmm. and was doing wonderful things. And again, we're just heartbroken by this. That's sad. And let me make a correction. He is not the son of Natalie Cole. So I was mistaken on that. He was okay. his uh, Nat King Cole's nephew. So yeah. So Natalie Cole's son is still with us. Okay. Okay. It's all of them haters are jealous. See, yeah, yeah, that's what's, that's what's going on. So there is, um, I have like a last 411 guys, but it's crazy because the information that I got on my phone is not the information that I actually wrote down, but I'm going to say this anyway, because George is going to probably find it because this shit is <laughs> sickening, but I got to say it. Like I got to share this. So there's a viral TikTok that shows a police officer accusing an 11 year old girl of making a porn after the dad calls 911 over the child predator. So I am hoping that you can find it because I was actually um and it was showing in different parts in Instagram. Um and I couldn't I couldn't really like get into the video because we were about to start the show and I just really wanted to get this last one in for real for real. But it really did bother me because I'm like what 11 year old child is on line doing a porn video. Um so from what they're saying, it was the predator that was making her do whatever she was doing. But 11, she's a baby. Pedophiles, they don't care. The younger, the better for them. Sadly, yeah. That is some I mean, sick, sick stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it, you can keep going on and on. And the thing is, this shit's been around forever, but it's just coming to light because of things yes. like tv shows and internet and stuff like that and it's really just yeah it's, yes. it's, it's a lot you know but the thing too is, is like a lot of these police officers are just on some shit like for real for real like they're just they just really don't care like there's some of them out here that really just they don't have whatever. yeah they don't have to yeah they don't have to. they they think they're above the law that they're supposed to represent and they wonder why people have a problem i mean there's a lot of reasons we do but yes it's, <clears throat> george you got something yeah. I think that's what I saw earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, she could probably get charged with child porn. 
Who she can? She's 11 years old. She's creating it, right? She's 11 years old. A man in Columbus, Ohio, posts a video on TikTok that he says shows police acting as if his young daughter could be prosecuted for making child porn after a man asked her to send naked photos. Now the chief of police is apologizing to the girl's family. Thanks for joining us here on Law and Crime. I'm Anjanette Levy. The video was posted three days ago to TikTok. It's from a home surveillance camera system. The father typed on the video that his 11-year-old daughter was the victim of a predator who convinced her to send photos of herself to him. The caption claims that he called police at 6 p.m., but they didn't show up until midnight, and this is what happened. Hi. Uh, yeah, she's in bed now. It's, 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 well, it still happened though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, the whole point, I just want you guys to come over and talk to her. I mean, I just want her to realize what this was. I mean, reality is not much she can probably do about it, isn't it? I mean, she could probably get charged with child porn. Who she can? Mm -hmm. She's 11 years old. She's creating it, right? She's 11 years old. It doesn't matter. He's still making porn. No, she's not. She's being manipulated by the last on the internet. Is she taking pictures out? You guys have a nice day. Okay. Thank you for coming. Are you serious? Have a nice seat. That interaction did not sit well with the 11-year-old girl's father or the Columbus police chief, Elaine Bryant. Chief Bryant issued the following statement to law and crime. My expectation is that our officers treat every victim of crime with compassion, decency, and dignity. What I saw in that video did not reflect that, which is why we referred this case to the inspector general. I want to make clear, this incident does not reflect the division as a whole. Our officers do outstanding work to bring comfort and justice to victims every day. As soon as we learned of this incident, we immediately reached out to the father to apologize and to assure him that this matter was being fully investigated, both the actions of this officer and more importantly, any crime committed against his child. A child would not typically be viewed as someone who committed a crime in a situation such as this one. We will keep you posted on what happens next. For Law and Crime, I'm Anjanette. Mm, mm, mm. That's crazy. You know, and the officer's just treating that like it ain't nothing, like an 11-year-old. No, I would have been all right. like, no, wake this baby up. Let's have a conversation. Where did this predator come from? Has yeah. you ever met him before? Like, why are you what you're doing? You yeah. need to find out why this kid is okay doing that. You know how hard it is for, well, used to be for people that young to to actually be. That's act, a, act on that's some shit adult, like that. Yeah, that's an adult movement. But you're yeah. gonna come talk shit about you can arrest a kid, but what about the predator? You want to know why too many of these old dirty bastards that are cops and and judges and all that are the ones soliciting these kids? That's why yes. they're not worried about that. You're gonna. Come in here and arrest my 11-year-old. Come on. Can, can we make it out? Make it out. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Not that it would stick, but the fact that you would even make your mouth say that shit to me. We could actually yes. arrest you. Shut your ignorant ass up and get out of my door. <laughs> right. So now that we know how Roger feels, you guys, that is it for my 411. Does anybody have 411s of their own? I do. Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Boebert was recently ejected and escorted out of the Buell Theater in Colorado for lewd, lascivious behavior during the Beetlejuice um, show. And uh, she was caught vaping, where she is an advocate against vaping. <laughs> make that make sense. Love it. And her companion, 
uh, was feeling her up during the uh, the show, and she was uh, jacking him off during the. Alrighty. And all of this is caught on camera. Yay! So, so, so what was in the vape pen? Meth. Things that make you go hmm. For sure. I'm just saying. They were having a good time. Why y'all up in their business? Dang. Yeah. Because Beetlejuice is a show that's for all ages. So if this woman is advocating, saying that, you know, um, a drag show, a drag queen reading a book to a child is an abomination or a sin or some bullshit, then jacking off your partner in, during a show where kids could be around. So, so she's into voyeurism. But yeah, they're supposed to have their eyes looking forward, not at his banana. <laughs> so her, her shit down here. All you see is her shoulder moving. You shouldn't see shit else. Y'all should be looking at Beetlejuice. Be like that sometimes. Oh, well. It just shows the hypocrisy that these people have. It's just, it's insane to me. I'm it's totally like, against it. Let me go do it. <laughs> right. And be filmed on, on camera doing it. And then her team says, oh, she would never do it. Trey, why would you do that? She and her husband are going through a divorce. divorce. So it, whether he's her side or not. But what is even funnier is that her companion uh, runs a bar that is gay friendly. So he has no problem with the LGBTQ community. Yet he's out with someone who does in the public have a problem with LGBTQ and all that. Yeah, and public, she's such a hypocrite. And the fact that she was vaping during the show, one, no one can do that. You can't vape, you know, it was just insane to well, me. They're how both, she they're felt both hypocrites. She they belong together. And you know what? Look, they found a place where they can go have some fun, and they did. And and now she's, you know, really Beetlejuice. <laughs> hey. Beetlejuice. That's what they yeah, went to see. That, that was wrong. Period. It was just. It was wrong. One to vape around people when you're not supposed to, and two to do lewd behavior where children are around is definitely not a virgin. Lewd is my kind of behavior, just not at Beetlejuice. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, not at Beetlejuice where it's, you know, for all ages. I try not to to be where children are after like seven o'clock anyway, so whatever. Maybe it's not period. Yeah, they're killjoy, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's why, you know, ain't no reason to be at Disneyland. I say no to vaping vaping and cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, George, me too. And don't drink. If if, if you don't have enough to share. If you don't have enough to share with the rest of the class. (laughs) Right. Exactly. That part. (laughs) Anyway, so moving right along. Anybody else got 411s? 
did you, uh yeah i got one did you see it's kind of going to carry into mine here in a minute but <clears throat> did you see again where where the, the there was an alabama school band director look like us who was tased for directing the school band so now mind you a week or two ago a whole wedding party beat the dog shit out of a couple of cops but they look pretty pudgy squishy and pathetic but these cops came and tased a brother for doing his job it was alabama go figure but you you guys get what i'm getting at literally they just came to the band said stop playing immediately he goes i'm doing my job they said we're going to take you to jail he says thumbs up do your thing and they tased the shit out of you Oh. Uh, haven't quite figured out the why of it. I don't know if he looked like someone else or if they just, it just, it just goes to show there is nothing yeah. that we can do that is safe. You could be yeah. literally saving babies from drowning and they would find a reason to 86 one of us. So it, it yeah. just, I thought that was interesting, but you know, messed up. A couple of weeks ago, these people are fighting, the a wedding party fights police. This brother gets tased for doing nothing. So, uh oh, George yeah, found something. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Morning. Some viewers may find this footage disturbing. In this clip, you can see at least three officers surrounding the band director after Thursday night's game. They say they asked that director to get the band to stop playing music, but he refused. That's when the video shows him being hit with what appears to be a stun gun several times by one officer and then placed in handcuffs. That band director was then arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, harassment, and resisting arrest. NBC what? News correspondent Blaine Alexander is following this story for us. So Blaine, what more do we know here about what happened and what are we hearing from all of the involved parties, the band director, the police, the school? Well, Sinclair, I just finished speaking with that band director. He said that he has gone to a doctor's appointment to kind of check up on basically his health after the tasing incident. But he says that he's traumatized by what happens. But more importantly, to his point, he says that his students are traumatized by watching all of this happen. So I'll start with what police are saying. Police are saying that it all unfolded after uh, a football game last week where the police told both band directors to stop their bands from playing. They say that this band director, Johnny Mims, who was part of the visiting team, did not stop. They tried to get him to do so, and that's when things escalated, that he resisted putting his hands behind his back, according to police, and so that's what led to the tasing incident. But when I spoke with Mr. Mims, he said that this was part of a planned arrangement between the two bands, something that's typically known almost as the fifth quarter. They expect the bands to keep playing for several rounds between the two of them as the crowds begin to leave the stadium. He said it was nothing unusual, nothing out of the ordinary from what they typically do. In fact, he had coordinated with the other band director as well. So he says that when officers came up to him, he was on the podium. He was directing. And he said that he told them, this is our last song. We're going to stop after this. But then he told me what happened next. Take a look. Before I know it, uh, I did see the officer uh, tase me. Uh, I went down. And, before, uh, and after that point, I was tased uh, additional two more times uh, by the same officer and then a, a different officer. Um, at this point, um, I, I mean, I was I, I can't even remember after that that point because I was so stunned and uh, so baffled. All I remember is hearing all of my students uh, screaming, all of the parents crying. Mm. So there are a number of investigations into this in Clay. The school district is doing its own Birmingham Police Department, also investigating, having an internal investigation there. We understand that Mr. Mims is placed on administrative leave, as is procedure uh, during 
incidents like this during investigations like this. And his attorney is asking that the officers involved be placed on leave as well. We're going to hear more from the band director uh, and uh, his supporters tomorrow during a press conference tomorrow morning. Sinclair. All right. Well, we know you'll stay on this. A really important story. Blaine Alexander, thank you very much. Mm. Gotta love it, right? <clears throat> Gotta love it. All Are right. You serious right now? Dead ass, brother. Dead ass. Thank right. man for playing music. Just any excuse, man. Any excuse. It's, it's I don't know. My yeah, my solutions. I have they to must not like the song. Yeah, Not Trey, it's not it's not just in Alabama, it's everywhere. They're assholes it's everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we might as well get into my segment because I got some more of that shit too. <laughs> Along <laughs> those same lines. So yeah, you know. Go on, go on, hit me with it real quick. Like I only got with, a few. Mm-hmm. With the with the with the uh don't be a dick segment. No, I'm a dick or on that. everything. I actually got a little bit of sports today. I'll find something to be a dick about before we're done, though. All right. Yo, yo, let's get it. Sports and fitness with Roger Hawkins. Oh yeah, no. <clears throat> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, we talking sports again, real quick. I'm probably going to harp on this as much this year as I am going to be about my boys, the chefs. Um, I got to start out by talking about Buffalo or the Colorado Buffaloes because Coach Prime is there. You know, for those that been under a rock and all that shit, Deion Sanders is turning football upside down, and I'm here for it with his country ass. Yes. Lord have mercy, that man country. He country with a fucking K. But I love it. I love it. Uh, first and foremost, he's the best cover corner to ever breathe. Anybody want to debate me on that, we can get down. That being said, I love what this man does outside that he's got a heart as big as I don't know what, because he takes these boys in, adopts them, treats them like his own son if they need to live with him. He really turns them into something. But he's big on making them men, making them stand-up citizens. I really, you know what, love him and hate him as a player because of how good he was. You've got to give him his props. Now, that being said, but he he got white folks confused. They don't know what to do because you know they hated him all through his football careers. But he is doing something to Colorado that ain't happened since Cordell Stewart was there. I mean, they can't stand it. I know, dude, I hate this coon, but oh my God, we're good. So... <laughs> <laughs> Every team he's touched, what you mean? Has turned to just gold. Colorado. You're right. You're right. Every team he's touched has turned to gold. When he played for the Falcons, the 49ers, mm-hmm. the Cowboys, whether you hated him or not, you will go watch Prime. He's doing the same thing in college football. And, and I'm really proud because he cares about them being great young men. So enough of that part of the soapbox. I will say they knocked off Colorado State this past weekend. And the only reason, I don't even follow college football, but the thing is, if you guys have ever seen Remember the Titans or any movie like that, you know the racial undertones came to the forefront. Mm-hmm. So Colorado State's coach, who's a dickhead, uh, tried to make an underhanded shot at Dion, talking about, you know, my mother taught me to take my glasses and hat off when I talked to an adult because Dion just ran up, sugar handy, whatever, left it all alone. So he got his little feelings hurt. So then they were actually winning went into double overtime, and Colorado won. So that pissed everybody off because they weren't supposed to. They're 3-0 and now. They won 
one game last year. Now they're undefeated right now. So, but the one thing I'll say since talking about the tasing, so, you know, Colorado has the, the, the best two-way player in the whole country. It's a kid named Travis Hunter. This kid is the show shot shit. He's the boss. But mm-hmm. this other kid, and I'm a it, uh, senior safety, his name is Henry Blackburn. And I'm sorry, but he's a he's an asshole. He, everybody knows he's a dirty player. He didn't he performed an illegal hit. He knocked Hunter out of the game for a couple of weeks. And I mean, it was blatant. Hmm. And he really he really hurt him. He knocked the shit out of him. I think he like has a liver laceration and maybe um. even a couple of uh, ribs out of place. Now, what pissed me off the most was if you watched the video when he got done and everybody knew it was a late hit. He knew he put that boy out of that game. This kid's going to go to the league. I mean, he's that good. But the guy, the safety, Henry Blackburn, walks over and slaps hands with his teammate and all that. Here's the thing. I don't normally wish bad shit on people, and I don't want their kid to die or anything like that. But fuck mm-hmm. it. If he gets clipped by a bus or gets his foot run over by a car, I don't care. It reminds me so much of that dirty shit. Remember the Titans and all the other football movies? Like, mm-hmm. I really want their kid's knee to get dislocated or some shit like that. I don't need him to die because he's young. But I hope that right. guy his arm gets dislocated or some shit like that happens. Fuck that guy. I don't like dirty players. Beat me, don't cheat me. So anyway, that's my rant about that. <laughs> and I don't care who's mad. Uh, so Coach hey. Prime is doing his thing. You got do you if, if you get it, George, pull up the hit. I got, I got something for you. Hold on, it's, hold on. Okay, it's it's super dirty. And here's the thing: if that was my son. I would have been on the field because I've seen I've seen fathers rush wrestling matches and tackle the other kid for doing dirty stuff to their kid. Like we don't play about our kids. I know mothers get mad and yell, but fathers fucking fight. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he could have really, really ended his kid's career. So anyway, if G's got the clip, watch this. Dirty, real dirty. Let's see what they got. Just executing sound fundamentals. Gotta look at Sean Lewis, the offensive coordinator, moment ago downfield. Incomplete, but a flag down intended for Hunter, right here. who took a shot after number eleven. Look at this. Yeah, pussy, you hit by my Henry team. Blackburn, and now some words. Shadur Sanders coming to the aid of his number one target there. Penalties, the pass interference first there, and then the late hit by Henry Blackburn. He's out for at least three weeks. And Hunter, who plays on both sides of the football, and yeah. Shadour is letting Blackburn know about it. Yeah. I hope he gets burned by somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> See, Man, that shit so, so apparently, uh, apparently this kid's been receiving death threats because of that. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, they don't need to get carried out, but you know, if his car gets trashed and his you know girlfriend gets terrorized and his parents can't sleep, I don't give a fuck. Like I said, don't do that. <laughs> I don't because again we can't be just good. Hunter, well, well, well managed. He speaks mm-hmm. well in front of the. He, he he handles the pressure of media. He does everything that you're supposed to do. Upstanding young man. Dion doesn't play that stuff. I mean he's he's Coach Prime. His sons can't call him dad on the field. He's Coach Prime. Like he's straight laced like that. And he'll mm-hmm. tell you Travis Hunter's the best player I've got. He's got two sons on that team. You, there's something about a man who's like I am a straight shooter. And then you want to do dirty stuff because you have to find a way to try to win. And so, yeah, I, you know what? I wish, I wish, I hope Colorado State doesn't win another game for the next six fucking years. I mean, I just don't like cheaters. I don't, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. If you can't beat me, get better. Anyway. Right. 
You know, so that pisses me off. But I love that people are just eating their words. Now, here's what I will say. Deion's son, I'm glad college players are getting paid. Why did this boy go and buy a Rolls Royce the other day? <laughs> I said, damn, we take two steps forward, you take one back. And and I know Deion, Deion's kind of like this. He's kind of like, Jesus, because the kids got – he was one of the first college um, – players to really get a major deal he's one of the first like 10 or 12 or whatever he bought a damn it wasn't a phantom it was um I, i'll have to think of it later anyway and Dion was like are you kidding me but i like what he did so before anybody out there takes it out of context because they were like tom brady tells shador sanders to take his ass to film and all that he said that but it was jokingly he was serious but he wasn't like trying to downplay him or nothing like that because Trey said now Trey does have a point I got to show you this Trey does have a point like father like son I for those of y'all that are too young to really know the real before he was prime time he was neon Dion and then he was prime time at Florida State the boy was he was nothing but flash and talk and all that so it is like father like son but it's like come on man so anyway Dion and Tom Brady are actually cool. Mm-hmm. Now, as much as I can't stand the guy, he is somebody to have in your corner. Tom Brady, that is. And he told Shadur, come on, man, get your ass out of the car and get into the, the room and study film. So everybody was ha-ha laughing. So don't people be out there getting butt hurt talking about Tom Brady was talking shit to Shadur. But anyway, he did that. So, you know, good luck to them the rest of the season. I don't like college football. I will absolutely follow. Um, on to my boys. Now, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are uh, defensively looking pretty good this year, moving pretty well. Get a few more parts in. We did get Jones signed, and he played pretty well this past week. Uh, they're not firing on all cylinders, but it is what it is. We, they got to come along. We've got some injuries, some kind of key injuries. Pacheco running back is kind of banged up a little bit. Uh, Cardarius Tony, who's not a factor right now, but needs to be, is also a little bit banged up. That kid's on borrowed time if he keeps on dropping and fumbling. He's, he ain't going to make mm-hmm. it. By the eight-week deadline, if he's not doing anything, he's going to be gone by eight weeks. Um, There are a few more players, but anyway, they're, they're doing pretty well. I don't know if you guys saw Patrick sign, mm-hmm. restructured his deal again. Now, here's what I'm going to say about this. I'm all for these players getting their money because you do sacrifice your body, but it's become a circus. I'm I'm mm-hmm. really I'm over people going, he's the highest paid so-and-so. The high everybody wants to be the highest paid player at their position, and it's detracting from the game. I think there's got there, there's gotta be an end somewhere or eventually football is gonna implode. It's just gonna implode. I hate to be like that, but you can't keep giving everybody a half a billion. You can't keep giving everybody two hundred million. I mean, eventually eventually the whole system is going to just implode because nobody's going to be able to afford to pay to go see him. So that being said, uh, big ups to Patrick. He's, he's actually getting flat out like 221 guaranteed million, which I'm not saying he doesn't deserve, but I'm saying, and they did that. I'm sure to get Chris Jones and and other people signed, but this whole, everybody has to be the highest paid at their position. It's getting ridiculous, man. It really is. But Hey, you know, yeah, because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you now. In my opinion, Chris what? Jones, he's a bad boy, but you ain't no Derrick Thomas. You not uh, a thirty million dollar. You not a thirty million yeah, dollar game player. But that's he's already making nineteen million. I don't see why he was right. complaining about nineteen million. Right. Uh, yeah, you gonna come along and ask for maybe 22, 24, even twenty five, thirty. You ain't no thirty million dollar player. You a bad no. boy, but you're not. I'm sorry. 
and and it, but the thing is, if you look at the fact that people feel like he's a difference maker when he's on the field, um, you know, I think that's just it. And and I think because here's the deal: for people that don't know, you have what's called a rookie contract, which is you usually right around three years, sometimes five. That being said, you get minimum. They don't have to pay you shit. So if you let's say you make a couple million, if you're lucky, over your first three years, well, if you prove yourself after that. <laughs> that that part right there, Trey. It's really a right. kid's. You're playing a game, but your body is at stake. Don't get me wrong; it's lethal, it's life changing, and like, mm-hmm. we get that. But it is still a game, and mm-hmm. so I think after that rookie contract, these players that are like, "Look, I helped you get here," they're like, they want to go back and recoup all the money they didn't get the first few years, and they right. kind of get greedy. Everybody does it, so that's kind of where we are. But you know, and you know what. Like, he lucky I'm not the motherfucker made them goddamn decisions. Because when they redid his contract and he got his three million back that he lost for not being in the playing in the first game, not playing in the preseason, not mm-hmm. coming to practice, all those fines he got, they could put that three million dollars right back in his contract. I, as soon as his motherfucking people had to say that to me, I'd have been like, you know what, you go fuck yourself. Okay. You didn't show up. You know you you signed a contract. You got the fine. Fuck you. We can do this, but if you want that shit back, go fuck yourself. Oh, right. I agree. 100%. I agree. I agree. Okay. So, all that to say. If the so he knows he's got to produce from here on out. You've got the you've got to produce, and I think he will, because if you get if you get like everybody else and get soft, that's going to ruin you. Because we know NFL players, which goes back to kind of what Prime said, he said he'll never coach in the NFL because he knows mm-hmm. NFL players are already making money. They don't have any incentive to give you their best. College kids do, and I and that makes a lot of sense. Nick Saban thinks like that. A lot of the guys who came from the league back to college are like that. So I'll definitely agree with that. Um, back to football on kind of a sadder note, and this is interesting. I think this story is going to unfold. Sergio Brown used to play for the Patriots. And he kind of disappeared for a little bit. And then everybody would, and he popped back up and there was all this speculation. His mom disappeared and everybody was coming up with all these reasons why come to find out she was, uh, she did die. She, she was, she's deceased and they found her body, but the story keeps changing. So I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know if they're thinking he's got mental illness because he's made a couple of weird posts and he mentions the FBI getting involved and the FBI is to blame for his mom's death. And he took off and went to shit. I don't know if it's Puerto Rico or somewhere. It's kind, it just, it's kind of weird. I only read, I read a little bit of the story. It's kind mm-hmm. of unfolding, but I can only imagine what it's like trying to come back to your normal life mm-hmm. after something like that happens. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And you have to keep going. It's just interesting. I think it's going to, I think some more is going to come out, but you know what? That brother probably needs uplifting. Uh, it doesn't matter what the cause is unless he is the cause. I'm, I'm not starting rumors. I'm just saying like, 
it just seems like a lot's going on with him. It's really weird. It's kind of Antonio Brownish in some ways. So, mm. well, his name is Brown, by the way, Sergio Brown. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, uh, and I'm sure they're not related. I hope, but anyway, that's pretty much it for for sports. I just, you know, we're, we're talking football a little bit. Oh. I guess I got to shout out the uh, Las Vegas Aces because I'm not I don't support a lot of sports teams <laughs> here other than other than the Knights. But, mm-hmm. you know, the girls are the girls are doing their thing again. So, <clears throat> you know, shout out to them. Handle your business. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. OK. Cool. Yeah. And that part. Bam. Mm. Sis, so, what you got? That's good stuff. <laughs> we got movies tonight? Mm, no. Uh, she said, mm, no. <laughs> "You ain't got no drink, <laughs> peanut butter, no jelly, and you ain't got it's, you ain't got sugar, sugar. no sugar." Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, you it's Wednesday. You ain't got Rain, no umbrella. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Life's tough. Get a helmet. Hey. Hey, we need that. We need that something about Mary Meme where you're like Franks and Beans. That's what right here. Fucking that's like saying life's tough. Get a condom. Like what? what the hell? Hey, listen. Okay. Wow. Alrighty. So I'm moving right along. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. What in holy hell is that? Right. Yes, yeah, Trey. I feel the same way. <laughs> right. Right. We all kind of like. <laughs> oh lord. So, anyway. all I can say is wow. <laughs> so go ahead, go ahead and float into CB. Give us the breakdown. We're gonna just kind of we're gonna start out. We're really just kind of um, we just kind of, we've been brainstorming, <laughs> just going over it. So hold on, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Bring him back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna need ten push-ups out of you, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, I've been waiting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's been like three, four weeks in a row. Yeah, I just be I like, know, zoom I know. right to the next. <laughs> I've been waiting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tell me. He didn't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> he lied. Thought he said he liked this segment. He couldn't wait it. for it. <laughs> It's a lie. <laughs> All right, worth this information. Let's see what we got. The opposite sides of die will always add up to seven. A dentist invented the electric chair. Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. The inventor of Pringles is buried in a Pringles can. A cubic inch of human bone can bear the weight of five standard pickup trucks. Sweat doesn't smell bad. The only domestic animal not mentioned in the Bible is the cat. 
35% of the people who use personal ads or online apps for dating are married. In old Christian art, good, good angels are red and Satan was blue. Ketchup was used uh, ketchup was used as medicine in the early 1800s. And every time you lick a stamp, you consume one tenth of a calorie. Mm-hmm. There's fuck? your worthless who information. Who mails anything anymore? <laughs> when was the last time you stopped? I did today. So I you have to like- actually, yes. Okay, so, so check this out. Because you guys know that if you're mailing stuff to the Virgin Islands, the Virgin Islands is special. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I should have said, who that ain't a nana doesn't lick stamps and mail shit? Don't nobody keep goddamn stamps for grandmas. Yeah, I had a really interesting experience today because I went to try to get it. You know how you get, you go to the, you go to the post office, you might try to get like a piece of tape to put over just to reinforce your shit. So I went to the counter and I asked for a piece of tape. She was like, okay, well, we don't give out tape if you're just sending something out. And I was just like, Okay, this is the post office. I'm using your service to send something out. I just need a piece of tape to reinforce this because I see like the little edges is lifting. She's like, okay, that's okay. If you want tape, like there's tape on the wall. It's $3.99 for the tape. <laughs> and then she showed me the tape, you know, like the whole little thing where you put the tape in and it was empty. So she's like, it's empty for a reason. Like we don't sell tape. We sell it, the ones on the wall. I was just like, man, thank you so much. I had a good day. I had to say a prayer over my letter. With my all my stamps on it to make sure it gets to the islands, and I just dumped it in there, and I just walked away. I was just like, you know what? I had my moment. I had not been to the post office mailing anything in so long that when I did it today, it felt weird. I, I, yeah. yeah, I actually well, you consumed the calorie. The one tenth of a calorie. Well, I didn't lick. I didn't have to lick the envelope though because it was one of those with the little strip. But it just to me, it just wasn't enough. Like anyway. So you licked I the strip. Been to a post no. office probably since twenty. 17 honestly yeah it felt weird going to like when i walked in i was like where's everything at like okay i'm going to this counter <laughs> where's everything at and then there's like this little counter on the right hand side but this is the guy for the passport so i'm like okay let me just That's go so, all right <clears throat> so i got a question mm-hmm. so if cats are the only animal not mentioned in the bible mm-hmm. does that mean there wasn't two of them on the ark and if not, then where'd they come from? They were made. And were there fleas? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You got these people, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Who the fuck invented the platypus? You really think they had two of them? I'm just saying. Do your homework, people. Do your homework. That shit was just made. It was just crazy. That actually is a good question. When you think like, it, I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. I'm yeah, just real wondering. talk, real talk. Because you know they're not native to certain areas, and like Egypt ain't one of them. So I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just... And quite frankly, who had room for the motherfucking brontosaurus burgers? I mean, think about <laughs> it. Think about it. Ain't had no velociraptor on no ark. Everything gone. Y'all seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> and I'm wondering what did ketchup cure? Nothing. That's why they put on their burgers. <laughs> that shit might have cured scurvy. That's about it. Shit, that's, that's about it. 
<laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. How many like novelty items that we like like condiments and 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 that, sour, like that used to be medicine. Dr. Pepper, Coca-Cola, ketchup. All of that was thought to be medication Oops. once upon a time. And then they realized this shit doesn't work, but it tastes good. And then here we are. Like that happened with a lot. Yeah. Coca-Cola. That was a really good question though. You know, like that's one of those things that make you say, hmm. Play. Hmm. <laughs> I wish we had the song. <laughs> like what came first, the chicken or the egg? It, who was the science? He was a scientist that decided to figure out that sweat doesn't really smell bad. I guess someone who smelled someone is like, hmm, that doesn't smell. Well, that you know, bad. when everyone has their own body chemistry, it's almost like when you put like you know perfume or cologne on your skin, well, and yeah. people will, you know, they smell different because of the chemistry. So it's like the same thing with sweat. It's like it's not that the sweat is thing; it's like your body is thing. Well, you damn. Who you know? You got that many stinky people. No, it's yeah, it's pheromones. Your your hormones and things like that tend to mix with it. But as a rule, it's not the sweat itself. It's right. when you if when you have a it's partner, motherfucker that didn't take a bath. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's listen to CB with this partner question. Go oh, partner thing. Go go. I was gonna say it's like you know you have your partner. If you have them eat certain foods, then it definitely. Mm, it makes the the spunk taste a lot better. Okay. So if you have them eating fruits and uh, I, things that are sweet, it definitely makes a difference with the spunk. Account according to who? How you know? Mm-hmm. How you know? Hey, How do see, I know? I speak don't make friends. Tell the truth. <laughs> I speak from experience. Really? Is that right? Hmm. <laughs> so we supposed to be talking about something tonight, guys. We got like, <laughs> well, shit. It's we got like five minutes. Hey, CB talking about all kind. Hey, it's leading right up to that right now because everybody we about to talk about. Rest assured, they know what somebody else had for lunch and for dinner. Stank, stank hey, Izzy, crazy. how you doing, sweetheart? <laughs> stank is stank. Laughing out loud. What's up, Mimi? What's up, baby? That should be a whole <laughs> word. Well, if they know that if you got funky spunk, you know why you got funky spunk. And then there's those that don't have funky spunk. And the spunk is sweet and like nectar. And it's just wonderful and delicious. And yeah. Listen, I'm never going to know. And I appreciate that. That lets, you know, you know. <laughs> really, George? Oh, Lord.
my gosh. So and to, and to our so, listeners, that wasn't a music break. So 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 apparently ketchup cures diarrhea. Did you read it? I that did. way it says. I did mm-hmm. diarrhea, jaundice, and congestion, mm-hmm. and all kind of the mm-hmm. Um, okay. So nice. next time you have a diarrhea issue, get some fries. Some ketchup. Ketchup. You sure right. Okay. Anybody <laughs> talking about no fries and ketchup, Roger? <laughs> you know, Stuart, you I don't even eat ketchup, but you know, listen. We have. 15 minutes to talk about our topic tonight. All right, no. we talking about hoes. So here we go. Uh, anyway. Because they playing they playing around. So let's kick it because y'all know it's, it's like that. So the topic was supposed to be the topic when, is the topic. <laughs> it's really not a topic. Damn, what we were supposed to talk about, what we we're going to talk about for the next 15 minutes is when did ladies descend from thoughts. And by thoughts, I mean good thoughts, happy thoughts, wonderful thoughts into thoughts. Like I want to be a doctor and a lawyer. I want to be a ballerina. I want to be, you know, I want to be, I want to be a brain surgeon to like, I want to be a video vixen and I want to, you know, go to the strip club and I want to do some things. I want, yeah. Like when did that happen? Reality TV. I believe that it started with reality TV. For the simple fact that reality that. TV ushered in an era of people wanting attention, where anybody no. who, yeah, where anybody who auditioned for these shows got famous, and not even that, but just some of the the rap um, videos where you see women scantily clad. Well, now the fashion trend is wearing nothing at all, leaving nothing to the imagination, walking out the house in a sheer dress where everyone can see your meal eyes underneath. And no one is leaving anything to the imagination. And it's not just the little skinny chicks that are doing it, but the 500 pound chicks are doing it too. Right. 500 pound chicks, even wearing bikinis now, a bikini. So easy, Izzy said it's because of social media and TV. Okay, uh, so okay now again that 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 follows suit. Um, I actually agree with CB. I think reality TV is probably what started it, but the interweb, as me and my boy call it, the internet and social media, all that took it and put the shit in the hyperdrive. There's no other way. Actually, <clears throat> actually, it was Uncle Murder. Excuse me. He's the one that started the whole thought thing. No, we're not necessarily talking about the word or the, the definition. We're just talking right. about when mm-hmm. when young ladies decided doing. to go from wanting to do something quote unquote respectable to thinking that being uh, uh internet famous whore and and showing everything <laughs> acceptable. It's yeah, not yeah. about the term. The term the term is yeah, one thing because right. now for those that don't know, does somebody want to explain what a thought what's, is? Yeah, what's the definition of thought, George? That hole over there is what a thought. All right, I will give no. you the complete. <laughs> that is what the that's no, the antidote for a thought. That's over there. She said it scientifically. That yeah, hole. no. Yep. <laughs> we gonna we gonna hear it right from the horse's mouth. That's what hilarious. Is. This is where it came from. This was the first use 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to think. Oh, I guess. I said the girls look so good, but they mind is not ready. Uh-huh. I said the girls look so good, but they mind is not ready. God damn, I used to like you. That pussy was tight too. Can't believe I almost wiped you. I thought you was a tattoo. What you gotta be a tough for? What you gotta be a tough for? Okay. And you will see a lot more. What you gotta be a tough for? Before I took out, I ain't know who she was. She know all them niggas pop bottles in the club. Ain't one to believe it, I was in denial. Ain't had no good box like that in the wild. Was damn near paying all the bills. I'm just keeping it all the way real. You know I'm telling the truth, I'm sipping that Henny. She ain't call me murder, let her call me Lenny. Wife material, she not it. Can't believe I had my kids around that that bitch. Gotta do better, shoulda knew better. Now I got a bunch of bras like you have no. so good, but their minds is not ready. Wow. And you know, and so there you feel it. He's yeah. the one that coined that coined the term thought. Thoughts. Yeah, and that's what they is what he's so, rapping about. And, and that's what they have aspired to be right now, here today. A good example would be uh, the Miami uh, rapper uh, Sukihana and Sexy Red. Uh, have I don't know if you guys have heard her uh, Sexy Red song Pound Town. Oh my god. Ugh. And um, Sukihana, they went to the VMAs, and Sukihana just, I guess, felt that it was cool to crawl on all fours and start twerking on the red carpet in front of the world and embarrassing her. But people don't realize when you see these women doing this, especially women of color, it's an embarrassment. That part. To us. Terrible. And then, of course, you're going to have kids. And these kids are going to see these videos at some point because they're going to Google their mom. Oh, mommy, let me see what you did. Because they're so happy that their mom is some celebrity. And then all of a sudden, you come across your mom on fours on a red carpet. Or worse. Or Or worse. Uh, Young Miami, same thing. She had her son at a strip club making it rain. And all these grown-ass women popping ass and all this stuff in his face. I think they get so caught up in the hype. You don't think about being 20 years older or 15 or whatever. You just don't. When you're 25, you have no idea that one day you're going to scroll down at 45 and go, oh, God, I can't believe I did that. And it's sad because all else is going to come to think about it. I don't care what y'all say about the family. I mean, I'm always talking about it, but one day Northwest is going to see her mama getting blasted by Ray J, and that ain't her dad. (laughs) The shit's Mm going to come up, and she's going to have questions. Just like Pamela Lee, just like all of these people. Here's what I'm going to say. But they all, they all, you know, they all add to it and make it what we see today. Look at Megan Thee Stallion. Right. And the thing is, she had a whole song called Thought Shit. Right. So CB said it earlier when she was kind of talking about the the kids and showing everything and leaving nothing to the imagination. Mm -hmm. Let me just take a moment to be serious and speak for grown men. As men, as any kind of man, if you show it, we're gonna look. If you right. if you give us access, you damn right. 
It doesn't mean we're going to take you seriously. And it doesn't mean we're going to give you our last name or we're going to dedicate our life and, and health and all that to you. Understand that. <clears throat> Why do you think the majority of these people mm -hmm. do not have, they're not Mrs. John Smith or Joe Jameson or whoever, because <clears throat> they're going to keep on being that pseudonym. Because, right. Yeah, exactly. Creative. They ain't creating shit. Your parents and God created what you got. You're using it, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm not holding that against you. The problem mm -hmm. is, it ain't special. I want you to know. I'm going to keep looking. It's not special. I say it all the time. I talk about people online. Listen, you can. It's, they're called attention whores. I don't mm -hmm. care if they're famous or not. If you have to be on there all day, every day, you're an attention whore. Right. And, and again, you might be getting paid in compliments and DMs. You're still hoeing for something. So right. as much as I love looking at uh, Ashanti and Ashley Graham and all kind, of, I'm gonna look at all of them. But you know what? I would be like, I would be like, nope, I'm not signing that deal right. because that they have such a high bar of stimulus now that they're not going to be satisfied with just a quote unquote normal life. It's uh -huh. not. Yeah, hey, Izzy, mm -hmm. facts on that. You, you're is. making. OnlyFans, you're making a bunch of nobodies rich because yes. they're showing, look, they're doing what we like anyway. You're showing us your goodies. And people will pay, you pay the other porn sites. We used to do it in Playboy and all kind of stuff. Now it's OnlyFans. Again, is it illegal? No. Is it wrong? No, no. it's not. I got a feed page on there. I get money. That's fine. And you know what? <laughs> like I said, I mean me, I love you. We didn't been a lot of places, sis. We're gonna go a lot more places. I don't really give a shit about that. Like I said, that's fine. Because there are people that have that fetish. Do you? I hope it makes you a million. But <laughs> but <laughs> listen, I put it like this. As long as I see your feet and I don't see your toe, if I ever see your toe, you know what I told I'm talking about, I'm kicking your ass. No, Man. not ever. You'll never see that. Not but ever, ever, know, ever, ever, ever. I'm not knocking people's hustle. I'm just saying there's there's repercussions for no, everything. Of course, I don't think of people course. think about it. I don't think people think about it. And you right. know what? You do what you have to do. But it, it, it's and again, it's so classless. It's packing yes. class. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's and, the problem. And that's just say you know when did classless become okay? Because when, it's when the first time somebody made acceptable. The first time a woman made a million dollars doing it, they they said, you know, everybody else said, you know what? I don't really have any other talent that can make me this kind of money. And they sold out. It's just it's nothing more than a sellout. Here, let me ask you guys this. And I'm, I'm if your daughter came to you and said right now, I will have a million dollars next week, mom. But I got to show my titties or I got to mm -hmm. show more. What if she said it, she's not she's not asking your permission. She's making you aware. She said there may be some pushback i have to make you aware what do you do no that's 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 a no-no that's a no-no i you know i say that all the time i would be filthy filthy rich if i had to do the kind of shit that i was proposed from the age of like 21 come forward it's just but i can't i can't i just i can't sell myself like that i just can't you know My thing is some people have integrity some people have you know have it all for themselves and some people just don't give a shit they're just looking at the opportunity like you know what shit the money's good i'm getting it well you can well my thing is you know if you can live with the consequences mm -hmm. do you mm -hmm. if if you can live with those consequences and some people can and some people can't as evidenced by the rise in um 
unalivedness going on right now where people unaliven themselves because they couldn't hack the pressure or they got famous and didn't realize everything that comes along with being famous and they weren't ready for it. So if you can handle those consequences, if you can handle the backlash, if you can handle what comes along with that decision. So let me tell you something. Some people just don't have that mama. They don't even have the, the what if they're just looking at it. Like from the money standpoint, like I'm going to make some money doing this. And that's all they look at. Like they don't even think about a backlash until the backlash happens. Oh yeah, they don't. They don't. But the question was, if my daughter came to me and asked or told me that that's what she's planning to do, that would, that was what my response would be to her. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Is that something you can live with? Mm -hmm. Because shit, I don't care. You bring in a million dollars. Can you live with that shit? Okay, then let's go. You can do it anyway with or without me. Because the thing is, even though we're mothers and even though I'm her mother, she's still an adult. And at the end of the day, an adult is going to do what an adult is going to do. do. Yeah. George, what you got? You got something over there. (laughs) His damn TikTok cracks me up. His damn TikTok cracks me up. Go. Go for it. You might as well bring it up. (laughs) So it says, so the TikTok says, the next time you see a thought, do the thought walk. Okay. doing research, y'all. Look, it is. What it is. We gotta love him. We gotta love him. He breaks out the videos. Sometimes we don't know what the hell we gonna get. <laughs> all good. Oh my god. Oh shit. Um, Roger, you're speaking, sweetheart. We can't hear you. Unmute yourself. <laughs> yeah, you done muted yourself, my brother. Unmute. Microphone can't unplug. That Alcohol mic? got too deep. Something. <laughs> now that's that's you on wine. That's you on wine. here's the thing we all have a certain alcohol that has a certain effect so we have to be mindful about that when these two clowns up top drink wine excessively we have to uh chaperone them (laughs) 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 yep these two clowns up top (laughs) hey 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 hey. be careful who you call a clown Let me see. I don't know how to put you on top. <laughs> yeah, fine a lot. Listen, we got too many videos, Mimi. Sorry. We got too many videos. Like hey. You go, through, you go through half a bottle in about the first hour. Here we go. <laughs> I know. I know. It's almost hey, done. Don't, don't make me break out. I will go and dig up the video of you on the couch. You grab the microphone set. So, anyway... <laughs> It's probably not far away. Uh, well, it's my birthday. You know what? Next month, uh, birthday, we can be around each other. So, you what she was going to say like so, 10 minutes. Don't be calling shit. That's because we had we were mixing all kinds right, of things. Why you bring up old shit? 
Just <laughs> you can't look. My birthday is an exception to all rules when it comes to drinking. Okay. Shit, every day they end. Speaking of your birthday, George, do you want to do the honors and tell everybody what we will be doing for Mimi's birthday? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We gonna be at, uh, Maybe I'll be there. Maybe we gonna be you know. in Kansas City. You gonna be there? And uh, we gonna be doing a uh, a little a fright night costume party. Kind of pants. Um, we gonna be giving away prize for best costumes, first, second, and third place, in junction with another little organization. But if you so, come dressed uh, like Megan Thee Stallion, we'll, we'll, we'll let you win. Less is more. <laughs> so uh, just stay tuned. There'll be more to come. There'll be more information to come. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be good times. Yes. KC, baby, let's go. Yeah, because yeah, when we do Vegas again, we got when we do Vegas again, we got to make sure that Crystal brings two irons, all types of shit. <laughs> No, we're going to do like we did last time. We're going to call y'all from where we at and be like, hope. No, what, what I'll do is go to the salon before I come. Then I'm already. Whatever. So, anyway, yeah. Um, this I'm will fine. be, uh, this will happen on Friday, August, October 28th. Mm-hmm. And we will be broadcasting live. Yay. Yep, yep, yep. Halloween. They look like everybody else. Halloween. They do. <laughs> We're all going to be homicidal maniacs and CB and the Voice t shirts. Well, now you gave away the surprise. <laughs> nah, surprise. we were. Yeah, they were they wearing CB and the Boys tube tops and thongs. Like I said, this is our subject today. Less is more. They wearing G strings. George is going to break out his sequins, and I'm going to laugh. You're going to be a pimp. <laughs> I can see it. Now. I've got the outfit. Don't worry about it. With the cane and the hat and the pointy shoes and all that stuff. You be. I have a picture I'm going to show y'all. You're going to laugh your ass off because I've done it. With the big yeah. afro. Yeah, yeah. All the above. 100%. Love it. I absolutely love it. I've done it before. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that's how we got popping. That's how we got popping. Okay, so we drifted from the um, we drifted from the topic, so that's it. We're good? Yeah, I mean, y'all ain't we talking whole shit, so ain't nobody, everybody want to act like they don't know. Y'all don't know shit talking about whole shit. Don't play. Don't play. Mm-hmm. We know. Everybody done something strange for some change. CB mm-hmm. was talking about, you know, you oh. know, Wacky play earlier, and you know, sippy sippy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he oh, love you a long time. World <laughs> is not sippy sippy or anything like that. Sucky sucky, me love I'm you. Just, I'm just saying. So, brother, too buku. <laughs> I was talking about oral sex. What we were talking about is people just walking around naked. I mean, pretty much that's what it is, and that's the style. That's the trend. And you know yeah. what's the crazy thing that there is no more pulling like talk. Well, you know what? You'll get your ass. Hold the phone. Out. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Izzy, hit me. Hit me. What you got? What you got? Shout out. Izzy said Izzy got a question related to the topic. Let's go, puppy. All right. What, what you got? What you got? Hit me. Hit me, fam. Look, that is one of my homeboys at the pool hall here in Atlanta, Georgia, Mr. Q. So FYI, 
Izzy is that's that's one of my boys. That's one of my. Is boys. she still a top if she does OnlyFans for income but doesn't sleep with any men? And good question. No, because then she's a businesswoman. Good question. She's a businesswoman. She's just in the in the what do they call it? The sex business. Um, without having the sex part, but she's in the. Um, but you know what? I still wouldn't do escort. that shit though. I'm sorry. But that, uh, that that's now that's you. Because I've thought about stuff like that. Like, you know, I've I've thought about women doing stuff like that going, if they're not out there like that, but they're doing all this sex stuff, all these sexy pictures and putting shit out there and, and got all these mm-hmm. old men sending them money, these farts. It's well, like, so, I, I don't, I, don't, um, I, don't I still well, wouldn't ever consider doing something like that. Oh, you would, Crystal. Hypothetically, yeah. you know, <laughs> hypothetically. Uh-oh. Hypothetically, someone did and you know it was an interesting experience for that person if that person did it you know but the at the backlash after that not backlash from other people just in your own mind wondering were they filming you while you were on your camera because there's a way people can do that of course they can film you while you're doing it and, and you don't know it. and so it makes you wonder if your photos are out there or your video is out there on the dark web, you know, that's hypothetically, that it ain't no problem. Hypothetically plays with a person's I mean, are you a sex worker if you don't have sex? That still is. Listen, here, 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 if I'm going to be like technical, no, you're not a whole, you're not a thought, you're not a technically now sex worker, eh, depends on the definition. But are you? I would say no. The problem with are you that, saying a sex worker like a like a porn star? No, yeah. a sex worker is anybody that works in the sex in the industry. industry. That oh. means technically you could be behind the scenes filming. You could be the, the PA. Strippers to be sex workers. But the thing I will say is, no, you're not a whore because mm-hmm. you're not having sex for money, but you're in the industry and perception is reality. So it doesn't matter what you do or don't do. It's what people perceive that you do. Right. So you're still going to be labeled. Now, if it was like the old days when it was discreet, and you can have a business card, make a phone call, you know, do your thing privately, but it's not like that anymore. Everything mm-hmm. is wide open. So you have to worry about being labeled, even if it's unjustly labeling. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? Like technically, no, you haven't done anything remotely close to having sex physically, but mm-hmm. you're a sex worker. It's like they call blowjobs and everything else oral sex. It's like, okay, it's all under one big umbrella. Sex is that's what it is. Oral means mouth, and that's yeah. what you use when you do oral. And, and what is, but if you if you take the word sex, what does it mean? Does it mean intercourse, or does it mean penetration, or does it mean so? We're we're going by definition alone. But I if understand. you penetrate, it would be with your tongue. So I guess you can't get someone pregnant with your tongue. Well, All right, me. <laughs> Mimi, don't act like you ain't trying to get somebody pregnant with your tongue. Sit your ass down and drink your wine. Don't be getting all uppity on me, shit. Girl, uh, so there's no tongue babies walking yeah, around. It's always the it's always the worst ones that get uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> he needed a timeout, my bad. <laughs> he was ran- can't go ranting on Mimi, honey. You can't rant on Mimi. She got a little remote control over here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
with me if you want to. Uh, fuck with me if you want to. <laughs> 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 fuck with me if you want to. I'm a bitch. Uh, I'll tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> Whatever. See, see Izzy, see how they be, see how they get, see how they get, see how they do me. Right oh, there, God, right there. Yes. <laughs> that's, how you know, that's how you know your people listen. That's, that's why you love. love you know they ain't shit, but you still love them. It's cool. It's all love. <laughs> it is. That's a good point. I, I think is. the whole cameras, <laughs> the whole cameras and video has given people not a second chance because we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. If some of the shit we did from high school to college came to light, <laughs> oh my god, because I did some dumb shit as a kid. Well, actually, I do dumb shit now. Never mind. That's love, hey. Izzy. That's so much love over in this square over Izzy, there. That, hey, that's that's paramount. That's paramount to uh, suicide, baby. <laughs> I know where all these fuckers live. I find. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm that one. I got the time. <laughs> and I travel too. And I travel too. <laughs> Cheers to that one. I'm bringing the, I'm bringing alcohol and my pooty tang belt when I come kick ass. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like I'm gonna beat you up and hit this drink. Is right he, Take a is shot. He, this is this is what happens when we drink on the show. <laughs> you ought to see yes. us. You ought to see us in person. That's yeah. all right. Get that pooty. What is a pooty? Huh? I said, yeah, pooty. Well, I'm talking pooty tang. You talking about pooty tat. And that's two totally different pooties. No, but, you said get that pooty. Yeah, you ain't never seen pooty tang, so just stop. Just I stop. have seen pooty tang. It's a then you should know where that damn line comes from. I don't. exactly (laughs) if you knew who dirty d was you would know where that line came from i knew dirty d was he's the one who didn't shower and stuff and he was real dusty and stuff so when that scene where he said get that booty come okay you know what you're making me sad <laughs> You're making me sad, movie critic. You're making me sad. Because it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's that's a, that's going that's over your great, head. That's such a great scene. Even though people are like, "What pooty tang is the shit?" Anyway, so yeah, There you go. <laughs> anyway, um, it, look, I got two girls. I think everybody on here has got at least has got a daughter. So my thought is this. If you if my kid came to me and said that's what she was going to do, obviously I can't stop it. So all I would try to do would be as much as I didn't like it, I would try to guide her in a way that look, don't let it destroy you, and and just be prepared. Uh, obviously, uh, I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm just saying like you have to be really open and prepared to deal with that because it's just like anything else. Are you going to turn your back if your child tells you that they're gay? Are you going to turn your back on if they tell you they're a felon? Are you going to turn your back on them if they tell you that they want to do something like this? No, but you have to figure out a way to live and deal with it. Mm -hmm. I'm glad none of us are public officials, but you know, Mm -hmm. that being said, it would be tough, but I think my kids know how I feel about like the, the people, the, the women that are supposedly influencing, and I get into this fight all the time in my house about people like Beyonce and other people like that. I don't think anyone 
should worship no. another person per se. Don't, if you go, that's not real. Fuck her and the book she wrote in on. Hey, and guess what? Fuck Bob Barker too while we at it. Listen, nobody. Oh man, ain't did nothing to you. But listen, but see, here's the thing. So this is a great point. This is a great point. Okay, real talk, real talk. Let me tell That's great. <laughs> okay. CB, just come mm. listen. listen, you would fit in well in my family because I've got some Beyonce loving people here. But let me tell you how I ended the Beyonce dis- d- dispute in my house. Because my wife seems to think I hate Beyonce. I do not. I just don't think she's like the be all and end all, the beehive and all that old Gandhi shit. That means nothing to me. Like, I'm not going to ride for anybody like that. But. Here's what I told my wife when she thought I hated Beyonce. I said, babe, let me tell you, I don't hate Beyonce. I said, like all men, I would love to watch her on stage dance. <laughs> no, George. You fucked up. See, George, George, George as, usual, as usual, yeah. your timing sucks. You Crystal, that was her. Look at her looking George guilty. fucked up, so I'm getting time out now. <laughs> no, I think it was Crystal did it. I'm trying to bring you back, George. <laughs> oh my God. This is too much, y'all. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey. Look, it wasn't me. But you know it what? Crystal's thinking ass. <laughs> I know how to I know how to fix it. I know how to fix it. Uh-oh. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna revoke everybody's privileges. <laughs> see, you see what you did, Crystal? And then you'll be, and then you'll just be here. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks! <laughs> See, as usual, George's timing couldn't be worse. I, it wasn't me. It, that See? is Crystal. Every time she put her hand down, Crystal oh, she, oh, 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 it's oh, Crystal. She mad. She, she mad because because nobody gives a shit that Beyonce don't run my house. Look, I said it. I like seeing her. I like her on stage. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if I never hear another word she says. If she walks around naked, that's fine. I don't fucking want to hear her. I don't hate her, though. I just don't care what she's saying. Right. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? And that's okay. That's to be respected because there's a lot of artists that people think that, you know, should be like, I just, I just okay, my thing, my thing like- is, Look, it's people that feel like that about Cardi. They feel like that about Meg. They feel like that about Nikki. All of these, listen, all of these women do what they do. I got no beef with that. But if you sit there and go, oh, yeah, put it like this. I wouldn't want to be like this with her. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, a lot. <laughs> I'm glad I'm still Mimi Acosta, honey. She's going to be. <laughs> Damn, Nobody <Crystal>. cares. <laughs> really? Hey, be quiet. Just, 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 shh. For love, baby. For love. Shh, for, for love, love. <laughs> for love. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, guys, we have a couple of minutes left to our show. So, I don't know what else we got to talk about, <laughs> but I'm truly good. I'm truly good. We had a great night. Your ass and been through a bottle. <clears throat> no, I still got a little bit left. 
It's a little bit. It's a little. Uh, bit. Look, next week's segment is going to be dedicated to Mimi because Mimi got some shit she needs to get off of her nipple or chest. Um, Ooh, and, and, and so next week, the topic is dedicated to Miss Acosta because she didn't went through a bottle of fucking wine and she talking shit about the post office. So I just need y'all to know, Mimi bringing Mimi bringing heat and she she taking it to the head without a straw. Like shit, serious. Yeah, our topic next week is going to be really good. A really good one. So something you guys should definitely look forward to. So join us next week for sure. So what we're is gonna it? Talk about, we're going to talk about the reverse role when uh, dealing with your adult parents. Huh? Let me I see. Would, huh? Yeah. Um, with I, would, I would hope they're adults. But, um... Rut roll. Yes, we're going to talk about toxic ass parents. Okay. Yeah. That 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 that's, that's, that's it. And that, and yeah. what that's the, what that does to like the kids, like you know. Uh, for sure, for sure. Yes. Ooh, yeah. that's gonna be interesting. How do you know if parents are toxic? Shit. What? Mm. Okay. How you so, know? Yeah. I, George, you how know. you know if somebody you meet is toxic and you wouldn't date her? What are the red flags? What are you, the red you, flags? You know, you know red flags, even if you overlook them. You know red flags. <laughs> All right, then. See, you can always tell when George get quiet. He's like, "Oh shit!" That's scratching everywhere. In my life, <laughs> that personally, mm, fuck that. Thank you. So yeah, parental toxicity. Okay. Don't want to date her. Next week is gonna be a, next week is gonna be hot. So you guys, please come back. So hey, look, my name is Mimi Acosta, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining us on CB and the Boy. Hey, it's been real. It's been fun. Hey, Izzy. Love you. Kiss my ass, though. I'll yes. You. Love you, Izzy. Thank you for Play coming through. Now, me and you. <laughs> and Trey, you, thank you for coming Trey, through. Thanks for kicking it, fam. Love y'all, man. Peace. Love. And hair grease. Lots of it. Lack thereof. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone. And thank you to all of our fans and listeners that joined us tonight. We really appreciate your love and support. Thank you for listening and rocking with us tonight. You've been listening to CB and the Boys. We come to you every Wednesday as your midweek motivator, offering you music, motivation, conversation, laughter, and a whole lot of fun. And also, side note, the song that was played was not a music break, so just throwing that out there. Anyway, don't forget to like us and subscribe in order for us to bring you more. <laughs> we want to do more, so we need you to like us and subscribe. And it could also get you some goodies, too, because we're going to randomly start picking people to give you some CB and the Boys merch, so you don't want to miss out on that. So like us and subscribe, and we will see you next week when our topic is toxic parents. So everybody, enjoy the rest of your work day, your work week. And don't forget to check out our website, cbandtheboys.org, and we will see you next week. Bye bye. Hey, listen. I just need y'all to see that we we got we got our OnlyFans page coming. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, after that it's gonna be cool. after that. Right be cool. Shit, but listen, I need y'all to start you know lubriderming and, and and cocoa butter and them kneecaps. <laughs> Look, and that should need to start with the four of us right here. The four kneecaps. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a pretty good athlete, but sports has Join us next week when we play. Who's kneecap? Is who? Get the kneecap. Get it.
Gene Boyd left the building.